Honestly, if you've never dreamed of being a rock star, I don't really think I can trust you. If you tell me you've never screamed along to a song in your car or didn't jam out with volume full blasted in your room pretending to be the headliner at some world stadium tour, I don't think you've lived, and you should probably try it. Unlucky for me, I may think I sound great in the shower with those acoustics helping me out, but no one is paying for me to sing for them anytime soon. For those who are able to follow those dreams, they might be faced with a dilemma on whether to start their own label and produce their own individual sound, or to try and get a record label behind them. Lissandra came to talk about the benefits and possible setbacks of a notable record label. But first, Stevie and Deborah talk about what it's like to have their own independent label in the 80s. Just to put into context my sort of catastrophic financial adventures with my record label, um, those put it into quite a different light because what, <laughs> what we did was we released a record and when that one broke even, we released another one. And so it, it was a case of as soon as we'd not lost all our money, we would do it again because, it's, I mean, it, it is. It's, it was a full-time hobby. Um, but uh, but that isn't a sustainable way of, of you know doing business. And there is no high school guidance counsellor in the world who will recommend it as a career path. So, Lissandra, you're pretty involved in the music industry, right? Yes, I am. I've been an audio engineer for about two years now, and I've... Um, been working really on producing um, and um, honing in on my own artistry and really focusing on making my own music now. That's awesome. So what are some typical or standard record deals for emerging artists? Um, so this is really different for every label, but some common things we see is that a new artist who you know, may not particularly know much about contracts and legal jargon may sign a deal that gives them little to no royalties. Um, no freedom and they end up not owning any of their masters which really leads to the big messy battles that we see in the end. When does this controversy happen between a label and artist? Controversy usually begins later down the line when the artist is starting to sell a lot of records and now they have a better understanding of the industry and realize that they got a bad deal. So they start to want more control over their art, more control over their career, and they want to renegotiate their deal. And labels tend not to like that because they they want the profit, most of the profit for themselves. So what exactly is the importance of a record label in this day and age? So the main importance now is that they can really help a, an artist achieve the fame and fortune and musical quality that they want faster because of their long-standing identity and the weight they hold um, in the music industry. And for some, achieving this faster might not even be worth it. Um, this also really depends on who you ask. So for those who might not necessarily want to achieve it as fast, has social media and streaming platforms made going independent an easier option? Um, so I can go on and on about this topic, but at this point, a lot of people who are recognized by A&Rs at record labels already have some following or a fan base due to their social media. And so there's not much artist development that happens as it used to. So the artist really doesn't need the label to develop them since they already have an established fan, fan base. And when we talk about streaming platforms, which is a whole nother beast in itself, um, people can usually do this on their own. They don't need the record label or any industry folks to upload their music to Apple, 
music or Spotify or anything else. So what are some of the advantages of being an independent artist rather than a signed artist or vice versa? Well, simply put, being an independent artist is a lot more work that you have to do. You have to do everything a label would do, and you have to be the artist. The reward of this is that you get full control over your art and yourself and the profits, whereas a signed artist has a lot less control over their art and the profit, And they can. but the reward of that is they can focus more on being an artist, and they don't have to juggle all these other tasks. With the benefits of being independent and the rise of social media, it's no wonder that being signed doesn't hold the same weight it used to. Now with platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and even TikTok, it's even easier to gain and maintain a decent following. So Jake, how do you think TikTok has been affecting the music industry? Although TikTok thrives from memes and viral trends, music discovery has become a huge part of the app's identity. Users can upload original audio or choose a sound from the app. When browsing TikTok's sounds tab, users have a variety of different categories and genres to choose from, including trending songs, new releases, greatest hits, and more. This makes it easy for users to pick whatever song they want, record a challenge, meme, or dance video using it, and post it for all their followers to see. The growing popularity of the app and its capabilities when it comes to music promotion has completely changed the way artists use social media to generate listeners. So do you think TikTok has changed the way artists may write or record or even release their music? Yeah, of course. Not only has TikTok changed the industry in terms of promotion, but we have even begun to see artists changing the way they make their actual music to make it more appropriate for the platform. We have seen artists as big as Drake release music that is obviously created with the platform in mind. His song, Tusi Slide, gives listeners specific directions on how to perform a dance, which instantly blew up as a challenge trend on TikTok, giving Drake millions of views and promotion for his song. So I would imagine it would definitely help new artists find their footing in the music industry. Yeah, it definitely helps up and coming artists as well, as not just really big, already well-established artists. And due to the app's algorithm of placing random videos on users' feed, an artist's video could potentially go viral without even having a following. The best example of this is an artist named Lil Nas X, who I'm sure many know from his hit song, Old Town Road, which originally debuted on TikTok and then later went on to break the record for the longest running number one song in Billboard chart history. Before Nas had made a video using his song and created a trend, his fan base, his fan base was much, much smaller. So how would you direct any artists listening to use TikTok to their advantage? I would say similar to how Lil Nas used first uploaded Old Town Road on TikTok, established artists have also taken advantage of the app to share music and post original content. These artists have used TikTok to expand their fan bases and reach new audiences, and there's a lot of room for newer artists to do the same. So whether you're ready to start your own music empire or in it for the memes, it seems there's nothing stopping you from creating your own music. In today's music landscape, anyone can find their niche and fan base without help from A&R. All you need is a social media account and a drive to create and connect with your audience.